Please activate the subtitles. In the previous episode of the Thorks, Arik and Astrid are traveling with the pirates in order to see their parents. Mosi, the captain of the pirates, told Arik that Alexar was responsible for everything that had happened. He manipulated everybody in order to get rid of Havok, Olaf and Kala. Arik was confused and asked, Why does he want to get rid of my father and my brother? Okay, I understand that he wanted to get rid of Havok, because without him he'll become the West Viking leader, definitely. But why does he want to get rid of my father? My dad is a warrior, he's not involved in politics, and why did he send my brother Kala to the Anuraki? Moses said, Oh, Kala is an important piece of this whole chess game. I'll explain everything to you now. Now, without any further ado, let's start episode 6. Mosi continued. Okay, okay, in a nutshell. As you know, the Vikings live in four important regions. Hordaland, Uppsala, Jutland and Gjutland. Eirik said. Yes, I know everything about these places. Each one of them has a different leader, Mosi said. Yes, there are three Viking leaders and one king. And this is very important for you to understand Alexar's plan. Hovak is the Viking leader of Gjutland, where you and your family live. Jorgeroth is the Viking leader of Jutland. Volo is the Viking leader of Uppsala. And the great Viking king ruler above all the other regions is Ravit. Eirik said. Yes, people say that Ravit was a great warrior when he was younger. The legend says that he used to ride dragons back in the day. Ravit is Havok and Alexar's father. Mosi laughed. <laughs> I don't believe in these legends. I'm a pirate and I've sailed all around the known world and I've never come across anything such as dragons. <laughs> but anyway, as you might be aware, Ravit, the Viking King, is extremely old now. He will turn 102 years old next year. Now pay attention. Alexa found out that his father and King Ravit will retire next year and he'll pass his crown to Harvok, his firstborn son. Harvok will then become the supreme king above all the Vikings. Eirik said. I don't understand. Isn't it a good thing for Alexar? Ravit will retire, Havukt will be king, and Alexar will then become the Viking leader of our region of Gotland. I don't understand. Moses said. No, 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 little lad. No, 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 no. After Havok becomes king, the new Viking leader of Gotland will be your father, Olaf, not Alexar. Okay, okay, I see your confused face right now, my, my little boy. Why Olaf, right? Why Olaf? Why your father? The old Viking families have many secrets and one of them is that Havok, Olaf and Alexa are brothers. Eirik said. What? Uh, so my father is a prince? My father is Ravid's son? My father is the king's son? Why didn't I know about that before? Moses said. Yes, but nobody knows about that because Olaf is Ravit's bastard son. He had him out of his marriage. The only ones who know about that is Ravit, of course, Havok and Alexar. Even your father, Olaf, doesn't know about that. Well, actually he didn't know about that before, but I told him everything when we kidnapped him. I have a big mouth as you may have noticed, Eric said. I get it. Alexar wants to be king after Ravit retires, so he wanted to get rid of his brothers, Havok and Olaf. My father, Moses said. Yes, you have understood everything at last. Eirik asked. But why did he tell me to manipulate Havok to take Kala with him to the Anaraki Island? Moses said. Oh, 
It's a little bit more complicated, but okay. Alexar and Klopokius, Kola's father and prince of the Anaraki have an agreement. Alexar sent Klopokius a messenger warning him that Havok and Kola are on their way to the island. At this season, the Anaraki normally keep a hundred men on the island while their warriors are sailing. But this time, due to Alexar's warning, There'll be over 3,000 Anaraki warriors waiting for the Vikings at the shore. Thus, Klopokius will have his son back and he will kill all the 200 Vikings in Harvok. In exchange, Klopokius promised that after Alexar becomes king, the Anarakis and the Vikings will be allies and will do business together. Eirik said, This is outrageous! Vikings and Anaraki working together? This is unacceptable! They have killed my great-grandfather and hundreds of Vikings throughout history. Oh no! 3,000 Anarchy against 200 Vikings! That'll be a massacre. They don't stand a chance. Let me understand. Alexar warned the Anarchy that Havok and 200 Vikings were on their way to attack them. And they're waiting for them with 3,000 warriors at the shore, right? Moses said. Yes, 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 but Kala will get hurt or die too. It doesn't make sense. I thought Klopokius wanted his son back, but how can he survive this massacre? Moses said. No, 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 little lad. Among those 200 Viking warriors, there are four Vikings who work for Alexar. They will be the only ones wearing helmets. They will protect Kala during the massacre. The Anaraki will not attack these four Vikings with helmets. Klopokius demanded that as part of the agreement he made with Alexar. Collar will not be hurt. He will be returned to Klopokius. Harvuk will die. <laughs> Olaf is captive with us and Ravit will retire. So Alexar will be king and the Anaraki and Vikings will become allies. Really soon. The world as we know it will drastically change. Eirik asked. Why didn't you kill my father? Moses said. Oh, but Alexar has paid me to kill him. He has paid me and my pirates to kill Olaf, Ingrid, you and Astrid as soon as you were reunited. So theoretically, we must kill you and your family today. He doesn't want anyone claiming his throne in the future and all of you have the king's blood running in your veins. But don't you worry, little viking. I have other plans for you. I will not kill Olaf, your father. And I will not kill your mother. And I will not kill your sister. And I will not kill yeah. Eric asked. So you will betray Alexar, right? Moses said. It depends on your father. If he accepts my idea, I will betray Alexar. But if he doesn't accept it, I will kill you. I will kill you all and I will keep working for Alexar. Anyway, I'll have profit. I never do things for nothing. Eric said. Please, let's hurry and get to my father. He'll accept whatever you say and then we can try to save Kala and Havok and the other 200 Vikings before they get to the Anaraki island, Moses said. Calm down, forget about them. You'll never see them again. There's no time for rescuing Kala anymore. Their ship will get to the Anaraki island in a couple of hours. It's too late for them. But what are you going to offer my father? Eric asked. Mosey replied. Hold your horses, little viking. You'll see that soon, in three hours. Now go check your sister. Feed her. She must be starving. Meanwhile on Havok's ship, Kala asked Havok. Are you anxious about the battle against the Anaraki? Havok said. I'm not anxious. 
I'm looking forward to it. These bastards will pay for all the historical damage, all the historical insolence. Gola said. Uh, I'm a little bit afraid. It'll be my first battle, Havok said. Alexar told me that nowadays the Anoraki don't keep their warriors on the island all the time, as they used to in the past. They're normally traveling and exploring other lands. We have 200 Vikings on our side. It'll be a piece of cake, Gola asked. How does Alexar know about that? Havok said. Oh, you don't know, my little brother. He has spies everywhere, even among the Anoraki. He discovered that specifically at this season, the Anoraki only keep around 70 warriors on the island, and that's why he suggested that we should attack them now. I trust my brother. Damn it, these Anoraki are so dumb. How do you protect your people with only 70 guards on the shore? Carla said. Well, I feel a little better now, but maybe we shouldn't kill the Anoraki. I just want to rescue my sister. I'm worried about her, that's all. Havok said. No, bear in mind that you were adopted by Olaf, so you are a Viking. You shouldn't pity the Anoraki. We must get rid of all these bastards once and for all. The Vikings will be the only sea explorers in the world, and the Anoraki will pay for the things they've done to us in the past. They will pay for the things they have done against us. Remember, they have killed hundreds of Vikings in the past, and now they have kidnapped your sister. We must teach them a lesson. As the Viking ship approached the island, Kala and Havok could see thousands of Anoraki warriors, all equipped with weapons and spears at the shore, just waiting for them to anchor. Kala then said, It seems they were aware we were coming. Are we going to give up? Can we still turn around and go back? We'll be killed. At this moment, Yundar, one of the only four Vikings wearing a helmet, screamed, Look behind! There are two Anoraki ships behind us, two Anoraki ships on our right and two Anoraki ships on our left. We can't go back. We're forced to keep sailing towards the island. Gala was desperate and said, We don't stand a chance. Let's raise the white flag and surrender. I'm Klopokius' son. Maybe they'll listen to me. Let me try, Havok said. No. We shall never surrender. A Viking never gives up. If we die, we'll die with honor. Viking warriors, listen to me. We are 200 today, but we will fight as 200,000. We will fight for our country, for our families, for Astrid. We'll fight for our honor, but above all, we'll fight for our glory. I am proud of every one of you here. If we die, we'll celebrate together in Valhalla tonight. Yonder said, Captain, let's go faster. I'm really looking forward to the battle. If you want to know how it continues, please watch the seventh episode. Please click the big red button to subscribe. It really helps me when you do that. And click the bell to allow notifications so you will never miss new videos. Thank you very much.